0: Welcome to Mom's Don't Give a Fuck podcast. I am your host, Ronza Potter. I am a mom, a life coach, and your feminist radical best friend. I'm going to teach you how to manage your brain so you can be the most confident and happiest mom you've ever known, give no fucks, and live your life to the fullest. Yes, it's possible, and it's much simpler than you think. Listen on to find out how. Hello mamas! How are you feeling today? I'm so excited! This is episode number 100! 100. 100 weeks of creating episodes for this podcast and just, you know, publishing them, putting them out there to the world. 100 episodes! This is so special for me, guys. Like, really special for me um, because I you know, showed up, keep showing up every week. Uh, Even when sometimes it was very challenging, very hard to show up, I still showed up and I um, still recorded a podcast and put it out there to the world. This is a big deal for me. 100 weeks, 100 episodes. I cannot believe that. I'm so proud of myself. And I want to thank you so much for being amazing loyal listeners and you know for also showing up every week to listen to my podcast and uh hear whatever i say um i i'm really honored that you follow my podcast and you um show up every week and you listen to my podcast every week i'm really honored so thank you thank you so so much and because this is Very special episode. It's nano number hundred. I am offering special offer for you. I'm offering one hour coaching session with me for four uh, for five not four five mothers for free. So one hour coaching session with me for free. I'm offering it for five mothers. Imagine just one hour just for you about you. Like it's not about your kids. It's not about anybody else, just about you. Like you get to talk about whatever you want. And this topic that you're going to talk about, all the things you're going to talk about are just about you. And you will, I will listen for you. I will listen. I'll be there for you to listen and give you space to, um, that is safe and where you feel loved and supported and held. Um, and just talk about all the things that are bothering you or all the things that you want to talk about, just about you. And I'll be there for you to coach you and help you. Um, and you will leave the session feeling like like 10 pounds or 30 pounds lighter. <laughs> you'll feel really good after the session. And you'll have so much clarity about what what is the thing that can really help you. To feel better, to feel happier, or get unstuck, or solve that problem that's been, you know, bothering you for so long, or that thing that's been, you've been struggling with. Like you will know exactly how to solve it and how to get over it, how to, um, just move on. So, if you're interested in this one-hour coaching session with me, you can send me an email to Ronza, R O N Z A at ronzapotter.com. So ronza at ronzapotter, like P-O-T-T-E-R, ronzapotter.com. So if you're interested, just send me an email and I will reply to your email and we can find a time that works for both of us, uh, both, you know, based on our schedules and time zones. And yeah, we'll schedule this hour, one hour go-to session and we'll have just a great time. All right, today I'm going to talk about seven lessons I learned as a mother. Actually, you know, I've been a mother for the past three years. Um, My daughter turned three years years old. Like My my daughter is now three years old. Um, Her birthday was last month. And there are many lessons I learned as a mother for the past three years. Um, And I think I'm going to still learn more lessons. Um, But I decided to just talk about seven lessons that just came to my mind when I decided to record this podcast about lessons I learned as a mother. So seven main lessons came to my mind. The first lesson is there is nothing wrong with me. And this is a big one because when I became a mother, I thought there was a lot of a lot (laughs) that is wrong about me. (laughs) you know, because I was struggling so much. I was struggling as a mother. Um, I was struggling with everything, like this new reality, having a child um, and even like identity crisis. I had identity crisis. Um, I started to struggle with my confidence and uh, like like I just felt I lost my identity, my confidence. Um, I just, I also felt like that I lost myself. So I was struggling. I felt like I was just a hot mess the whole time I was miserable unhappy Um, so there was so much going on and even like even like until today she's three years old and there's still so much going on and I also have um, complex PTSD from my childhood trauma I had a lot of trauma in my childhood and even as an adult um, before I moved to the United States I moved to the United States about six years ago um, as an immigrant uh, to be with my husband. Uh, so anyway, before that it I, I, I had a lot of trauma. And so, you know a lot of that trauma got triggered when I had my daughter. And until today, my trauma is still it still gets triggered. So for so long, um after I had my daughter, I thought there was something really wrong about me. like there was something wrong with me. I needed to fix myself, I needed to do something about it until I realized that there is nothing wrong with me. And I was just, I was just a human. I was a human who was going through so much and struggling, and that's okay. If you're struggling as a mother, as a human, it doesn't mean there is nothing. There is something wrong with you. It means that you're struggling with something, and you will figure it out. You can get help and figure it out with someone who's who can help you and guide you uh, to help you get over whatever that you're struggling with. But there is nothing wrong with you. If you have, if you're struggling with your confidence, if you're struggling with your identity, like you don't know who you are anymore as a mother, if you feel that you're losing yourself as a mother and you're, you feel like you're lost and stuck and you don't know what what to do about it. Um, if you don't feel happy, if you don't feel, um, if you feel like, um, um, you know, maybe struggling with body image, right? It doesn't mean there is anything wrong with you. Even if you have depression, even if you're struggling with PTSD, just like me, or maybe you have ADHD and you're struggling as a mother with like, I have one child, maybe you have two or three or four and you're struggling as a mother. It doesn't mean there is anything wrong with you. You're a human. means just you're a human with feelings, emotions, thoughts, brain, body, um, and energy and you're struggling and that's okay. Like yes, you can get help so you don't struggle. But if you are struggling, it doesn't mean there is anything wrong with me. And this is so important to acknowledge and realize that there is nothing wrong with you if you're struggling. Like it has made such a huge difference, such such a huge difference for me when I decided that there is nothing wrong with me. So this is lesson number one. When I decided that there was nothing wrong with me everything changed because I started to accept, um, accept a lot of things about me that I thought there were flaws and actually see them as loud. This is, this is, this is me. This is uh, everything about me just makes sense. And that's okay. It's okay. I have depression episodes. It's okay. I have PTSD. It's fine. It's okay. If I was, you know, I was struggling and that's okay. It doesn't mean there was something wrong with me. I would figure it out. I have a, I have a brain and I would figure it out. So there's nothing wrong with me. And that made a huge, huge difference for me as a mother. Lesson number two. The lesson number two, I I, I learned that losing my confidence after I became a mother wasn't because of motherhood. It was because, because I still had old thought patterns that didn't serve me anymore. So you know, I just mentioned that when I became a mother, I felt that I lost my confidence and I thought it was because I became a mother and my body changed, my life changed, everything changed. I thought that was, you know, um, I started, also, I started also to forget so much, um, about everything pretty much. Um, so my, my brain changed, right. When we become mothers, our brain changes. So, uh, it, it, you know, it prepares us to be mothers and that's why our brain changes. So I, I felt like everything changed about me and I thought that's why I lost my confidence, but that wasn't the truth. I learned that I lost my confidence after I became a mother and I struggled with my confidence. is because I was still functioning from old thought patterns before I had my child. Like I had, um, You know, those thoughts about my me as an ambitious woman, productive, like I should be, you know, productive the whole time and get things done, be fast, uh, be the go getter, achieve things. And this is how, this is what I thought I would, this is how I would prove to myself that I was good enough and worthy and smart and creative um and I thought like oh I should be you know like I have thoughts like you know I should be organized and um, manage my time well so um so I would always you know get everything done and be on top of everything um and all of that and I thought like oh you know I should bounce back to my old body. And so I could feel sexy and attractive again. Right. So I had so many, I was functioning from old thought patterns. I had thoughts, you know, a lot of thoughts that we learn as humans are from the patriarchal society, right? Like how, what it means to be a confident woman, like you should be skinny, right? Um, you should, um, you know especially as a mother like you should bounce back and uh, lose all the weight after like a month of giving birth and be skinny you should um get things done and um always look you know like always wear these sexy clothes and always look clean you should always have organized house and clean house um and be always like have it all together right get things done be a lot of, like like be productive this is how. You feel confident about yourself. This is what I thought, right? And we have those thoughts. So when you become a mother, what happens is that you don't have any anything together, right? <laughs> you cannot get a lot of things done. Um, you can barely like find time to take a like to take shower. Um, you don't look all the time between quotes attractive meaning like you're always wearing attractive clothes your hair is a mess Uh, maybe you take shower once a week Um, maybe you look at yourself in the mirror once a week or maybe you forget even that to look at the mirror Um, right like just things are different and when you function from those old thought patterns and your body changes right Um, so maybe you want to exercise and do all the things but you just so you're so overwhelmed with your life and everything. So when you function from those old th- thought patterns that you should be organized and like and manage your time very well and get things done and be productive, uh, be skinny and eat healthy and you know blah blah blah, of course you're gonna lose confidence, your confidence, because those thought patterns don't serve you anymore. They don't serve you in this new reality. So I lost my confidence because this is what I believed that I needed to be skinny and be organized, manage my time very well, be very productive, uh, exercise and be on top of everything and like keep up with my daily responsibilities and all of this so I would feel good about myself and confident. But then I realized that was just all shitty (laughs) thoughts and beliefs it wasn't the truth and so what I did is I changed my thought patterns I changed my thoughts about myself in the new reality so now when I look around and it's it's a whole mess I don't look at myself and see let's say like oh I'm just like I'm not good enough I'm lazy I am um I am failing as a mother uh when I look at my body and I don't see like a flat tummy, I don't say, oh my gosh, you're ugly and blah, blah, blah. No, I don't, I don't have those thoughts about myself. Now my brain offers those thoughts to me, right? Because my human brain is going to always be a human brain, but I don't believe those thoughts. I redirect my brain and say, no, this is not the truth about me. So I gained my confidence back when I changed my thoughts about myself um, in this new reality as a mother, because I have new reality. When I had my child, it's new reality, right? So I changed my thoughts about myself and this is how I gained my confidence back. So as a mother, if you feel that you are struggling with your confidence, like really, really bad, it's not because you became a mother. It's not because you have chaos. Like your life is chaotic and messy. Your house is messy and not organized. It's not because you're not keeping up with your daily responsibilities and you're not as productive as you want to be, or you're not you know, between quotes, managing your time well, whatever that crap is. Um, it's not because any of that. It's just because you have thoughts about yourself that are crashing your confidence. They're like crushing your confidence, those thoughts. And you gain your confidence back when you change your thoughts about yourself. So I changed the, my thoughts about myself and I have like now... Like, for example, whenever I have, you know, I'm, I'm depressed and I can't be, you know, present with my daughter and I can't get a lot of things done, whatever. I don't say I am a bad mother. I don't think I'm failing as i I'm failing as a mother. What I think is like, I'm a human, I'm going through depression episode, and that doesn't make me a terrible mom. That doesn't make me a failure. I'm just a human going through something difficult right now. And that's Okay. So you see the difference, like when you change the way you think about yourself and the things that you have, you know, that you get, you go through as a human, when you change the way you think about it, you get your confidence back. And every time you have like those thoughts that crush your confidence, you can read the director brain and change your thoughts about yourself to feel confident again. So that's lesson number two. Uh. Lesson number two, when you lose your confidence, it's not because of motherhood, it's because you still have old thought pattern, old, old thought patterns that doesn't serve you, don't serve you anymore. Uh lesson number three, my body is not a problem to fix. And this is a big one because a lot of us mothers, we struggle with our body image, right? We we gain weight, um our bodies change after we become mothers. Just things don't look the same. And we struggle, a lot of mothers struggle with their body image. Your body is not a problem to fix. When you look at your body and let's say, I don't know, you don't, you see like fat around your tummy and you don't see like a skinny woman in the mirror. It doesn't mean that your body is a problem that you should go and fix and go punish yourself with all those exercises and eating shit that you don't want to eat. And this is terrible. This is terrible treatment. I decided that my body is not a problem to fix my body. The only job for my body is to keep me alive, to do its job and keep me alive, to keep my organs working. (laughs) That's it. My jobs, my body's, my body's job is not to make me feel happy, confident, and good about myself. My body's job is to keep me alive. And it's doing it perfectly. Like, because of my body, I could, man, I managed to breastfeed my daughter for eight months, for nine months. And if you haven't, or you you know, you didn't breastfeed, whatever, it's not, this is not, this is not here talking about like breastfeeding or not breastfeeding. This is some crap I don't care about. It doesn't mean anything about you. If you, um, if you have, if you chose to breastfeed or not, doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you. But for me, I decided I wanted to breastfeed and it was not an easy journey for me, but I decided to do it and get, go through it and my body helped me my body helped me produce the milk that my my daughter needed for 9 months that's beautiful <laughs> like really beautiful for the first 6 months my body kept my daughter alive this is amazing seriously like i cannot find the words to describe it so I don't see my body as like this problem that I need to fix. I see it as a treasure, like that I, you know, the treasure that I appreciate. So my body is not a problem to fix. Your body is not a problem to fix. You get to love your body and appreciate it just the way it is. And remember what your body allows you to do every day. Brush your teeth. Hug your kids, go for a walk, go out with your friends and have lunch, listen to this podcast, Um, you know, go out in nature, go for a hike, go to the beach, swim, play with your children. It's beautiful. So your body isn't the problem to fix. That's lesson number three. Lesson number four, time management doesn't work. Oh my gosh, I cannot tell you how long it took me to learn this lesson. It took me a lot of time to learn the lesson, this lesson, that time management doesn't work, doesn't work for mothers with little ones. I had the perfect schedule, like every week, like I was so, like I insisted, like I wanted to figure this shit out. And every week I would like put this amazing, beautiful schedule that made a lot of sense. And it never worked. (laughs) You know why? Because my kid doesn't give a shit about my schedule. She doesn't fucking give a shit about my time management skills and all the schedule I have, whatever, to manage my time. She doesn't care. She's going to get sick whenever she wants to. She's going to stay as long, like uh, sick as long as she wants to. She might get sick. You know, my daughter, she gets sick. Sometimes she's, you know, sick for three days, other times for 10 days, other times for two weeks. And then I get sick after her sometimes. And I'm sick for, you know, a week, 10 days, two weeks. (laughs) So here's a month of planning that went out of the window. (laughs) Right? Or, you know, I decide to wake up earlier and work on some things. And then she decides to wake up so early or she decides to wake up multiple times at night. And I'm so exhausted in the morning that I cannot even wake up earlier. So I sleep in. So my daughter has a different plan for me. So time management, I realized it doesn't fucking work for mothers with little ones or maybe even teenagers, I don't have it I don't have a teenager so I cannot talk about that. You need to tell me about that. Okay. <laughs> so stop trying to manage your time. I don't know what that even means. All right? I learned all about time management until I became a mother and I'm like, "All right, I'm going to throw this out of the window because it does not work." So stop trying to manage your time. Instead, go with the flow. Like, I always have this thing, like, I always have this plan, like, oh, I'm, you know, I want to record a podcast once a week. So, you know, that I go with the flow. I end up recording the podcast. I never, like, I never skip it. I still do it. Right. But I do it with the flow. I go with the flow. And. This helps me feel not so stressed and it helps me feel good about myself. Like for, for also for so long, I thought there was something wrong with me that I couldn't figure this out until I realized this shit doesn't work for mothers. Maybe it works for men who don't care or don't have, you know, children or men who have other people to take care of their children and um, they do whatever they want with their time. So that's lesson number four. Time management doesn't work. Um, not, lesson number five, a lot about motherhood is managing my thoughts and feelings. I talk so much about this on this podcast and it's always, it always proves to be true. A lot about motherhood isn't about changing your kid or your kids. So, or controlling their behavior so you can feel better right? Or controlling everything around you so you can feel better, so you can feel calmer, so you can have more peace and joy and less anxiety. This is not how it works. Everything you feel, all the emotions that you feel are because because of your thoughts. And if you have very, very intense emotions, also if you have trauma And when, you know, your trauma is triggered, it can feel like, you know, those feelings are so, so, so intense. So... It has nothing to do with motherhood and your kids. It's all about managing your thoughts and feelings. And I work on this all the time. Like for so long, I blame my daughter for how I felt and how I couldn't get things done. And I um I couldn't exercise whenever I wanted to. Or I, you know, and sometimes my brain still blames my daughter, you know, like, oh, because I have a daughter, um, I can't. You know, um, I can do everything whenever I want, or, you know, I can do this and that I still blame her sometimes. Right. Because I'm going to always have a human brain, no matter how amazing I am as a life coach. (laughs) Um, but I, you know, I, but then I go back to that awareness that whatever I feel, whatever I'm struggling with has nothing to do with my daughter. It has to do with my thoughts and feelings and my trigger trauma when I my trauma is triggered. So I always work on my thoughts and feelings. Like it's an everyday thing. It's like for me, it's like brushing my teeth. I do it every day. It's like um, you know, uh, it's like it's like a habit. So I always manage my thoughts and feelings. This is the only way how I take control of my life. And I'm in charge of my feelings. I'm in charge of myself. I'm in charge of my mental health and emotional health. And this is how I can be more patient with my child and, um, you know, have more fun and joy with her. And at the same time, like take care of myself and not let her, like not let her behavior and whatever that she's doing, she's not three. So you can imagine what three-year-old <laughs> can do. Um, so I don't let, a lot of like, you know, her behavior, whatever she does or says, affect me mentally and emotionally. Sometimes, yes, I am drained. Like I feel drained because, you know, it's a lot of management of my thoughts and feelings. And by the end of the day, I feel like, oh, I'm tired. I just need to go to bed. Yes, it can be draining. Yes, it can be sometimes, you know, like you spend a lot of energy on your children. But when you take responsibility of your thoughts and feelings, that will make a huge difference that will change, you know, the mother, this whole experience, you know, as a mother for you, as a mother, it's going to hold, like, it's going to change it. It's going to transform that experience for you. So it has made such a huge difference for me, just managing my thoughts and feelings as a mother. Um, And even like, you know, around my daughter when she's acting up and doing all the things, the more I manage my thoughts and feelings, the more I feel I'm in charge of the situation and I think on purpose, how I want to respond to her. And instead of like reacting, I am responding on purpose. And that has served me so much. So that's lesson number five, motherhood. A lot of, a lot about motherhood is about managing your thoughts and feelings. Number six, lesson number six, problems in, in my marriage or any marriage doesn't mean that the marriage is falling apart. And that's, that's a big one because when I had, after we had uh, our daughter, my husband and I, we started to fight so much. We started to, um, you know, argue a lot and I felt a lot of resentment and anger. Um, I was always mad at him and angry and resentful. So we argued so much and, uh, we had a lot of fights and I thought that our marriage was really falling apart. But, you know, then I learned that marriages can go through rough times, but it doesn't mean that they are falling apart. It means that they're just going through very, very rough time. And it feels, it sucks, honestly, when the marriage is going through, or if you are in a serious relationship with your partner, um, you know, it just, it sucks when you're going through that. It's hard. It's Um, It's heavy emotionally and mentally, it's draining, you know, but it doesn't mean that your marriage is falling apart and the way out is to focus on yourself and not your partner. That's the lesson I learned when um, I started having, you know, uh, you know, our marriage was going through so much, many problems and everything, it felt for me that everything was falling apart. I stopped focusing on my husband and I started to focus on myself. I started working on my thoughts about him, my thoughts about myself, building my confidence up, finding my identity, finding myself, um, loving myself, accepting myself, loving my body, um, You know, managing my thoughts and feelings. All of that made a huge difference for our marriage. It actually transformed our marriage. Our marriage, like... Is now amazing. It's beautiful. We have a lot of intimacy. Like, it's, it's, we're so intimate with each other. Um, our relationship is much closer, it's much better. And you can imagine, like, I come from, you know, I am an Arab, I'm Palestinian. This is like my identity is different than him. Uh, he's American. And so we both come, you know, we come from two different cultures, two different everything, two different countries. And so that adds another layer right of challenges because we come from different cultures and challenge and and countries and so um you know and it can be challenging right it's not easy to do that yet our marriage is really strong and that's because you know he focused on himself and stopped focusing on me and whatever i was doing and i also focused on myself and my mental health, my emotional health, my thought, my thoughts, my feelings, healing my trauma, th- that made all the difference to our marriage. So if you're having problems in your marriage or serious, you know, you know, relationship with your significant other, it doesn't mean the relationship is falling apart or the marriage is falling apart. It means you're going you're going through a very rough time right now. And the way out is don't focus on yourself only just focus on yourself, building yourself, focusing on your mental, emotional health, and your relationship is going to transform. Um, lesson number seven. Oh, I need to say something about relationships. So I'm, I always want to, I like to mention this. So because sometimes um, some women, they misunderstand this. If you are with a toxic person, narcissist, abusive, it doesn't mean that this person is, is a good person for you. And I always, um, if you, if there is a way to get out of that toxic abusive relationship, I strongly encourage you to do that and start building, um, you know, working on your mental, emotional health. So I'm talking about healthy relationships. Good good man who treats you very well, respects you, loves you, um, and who's not abusive. All right. Lesson number seven, making myself the priority is a gift for my family. And this was a big, big lesson I learned. And it took me so long, really so long to learn this lesson. (laughs) Because again, I was functioning from, you know, thought, Thoughts I learned from the patriarchal society that as a mother, I should sacrifice everything for my child, my family, um, that I should put myself last. My needs didn't matter. My desires didn't matter. All that matters. Uh, all that mattered was just the, the kid and her needs and everything, my, my marriage. And, you know, I, I, you know, I had those thoughts and I'm like, I thought if I made myself a priority that I, and then I was selfish, that I was irresponsible. I was mean. I was rude. <laughs> but then I was like, um, are those actually like facts? Are they the truth? And no, I realized it was just thoughts and beliefs I learned from the patriarchal society, you know, as a young girl. Hearing all of that from other mothers and other women growing up, you know, and other men, and I thought those beliefs and thoughts were the truth. This is how I should be as a mother. That I should never put myself as a priority because then I'm just being selfish and I'm being, um, irresponsible and not a loving mother and a, a terrible partner and all of that crap. But then I changed those thoughts and I learned every time I put myself as the priority, everything everything else becomes better in our lives why because every time i put myself as a priority i feel happier i feel good about myself i have more energy and i i come to my family happier i smile more i laugh more i dance more i'm like playing with everybody i'm like you know joking with my husband i'm playing with my daughter so everyone wins this is a gift And I learned this is a gift. Every time I take care of myself and I put myself like number one, the priority, everyone wins. It's a gift for my family. So this is lesson number seven. Every time you make yourself the priority, it's a gift that you give to your family. Taking care of your mental and emotional health is a gift you give to your family. And I always, for me, my mental and emotional health is number one. Like, there is, like, I don't compromise. When it comes to my mental and emotional health, there is no compromise. Because this is a priority for me. And every time I take care of my emotional and mental health, everyone wins. Everything is better. So, yes. Putting myself a, as a priority is never selfish. It's loving and it's caring. So when you live, when you put yourself, your, your emotional and mental health, you make it as the priority. You're being so loving and caring as a mother and as a partner. All right, mamas. So those are the seven lessons I learned as a mother. I hope it's helpful and I hope that, you know, they can help you in your lives. Um, all right. So I just want to say if you get if you have a minute leave me a review for my podcast so more mothers can find my episode and don't forget to subscribe so you never miss any new episode. All right mamas, have a wonderful day. Bye-bye. If you like all the tools and everything you learn here on this podcast and you want more of it, I invite you to join my free Facebook group Unstoppable Moms Community. It's a place where I love to hang out and share my magic. I would love for you to come join us. See you there.